morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time you're listening to this wonderful podcast. I am Count Dracula, and I welcome you to this podcast titled Nerdic Episodes. And now, I introduced your host, Nerdic Pride. Hey everybody, I'm your host, Nordic Pride, and I'm here with an all-new, all-exciting, all-everything episode of Nordic Episodes, and uh, today is a good day. Ice Cube would love that, <laughs> but i doing my review today. But first, let's first things first. Let's get some things out of the side. I'm just hopping off the fresh uh, 31 days of Halloween spectacular film event. I love doing that. Watching a scary movie, Halloween themed, filmed for 31 days at least once a day, and then I watched. After that, I watched the uh, In Honor of Day of the Dead. I watched. The Book of Life and Coco, both really good movies, really great movies. I do love Book of Life just a little bit more than Coco. And yeah, I really loved watching those in the same day on November 2nd. That's what I watched. And now I'm planning, I'm planning of doing a holiday 25 days of holiday films which will start december 1st and go all the way through december 25th i say holiday film because i'm thinking about adding well i'm not thinking i probably will add eight crazy nights in there because i love adam sandler and he'd be that movie is just a great addition to any holiday film and i'm trying to gather like 25 or 20 at least 20 more films to watch because i'm making a list of it right now it's gonna start with i want to say either the miracle of 34th street or tim allen's santa claus and it'll end with my favorite christmas movie of all time jingle all the way on the 25th or maybe 24th, 25th, 24th. I don't know yet. Probably 25th. And that'll be the uh, 25 days. And I know I'll watch How the Grinch Sold, Stole Christmas, and uh, Eight Crazy Nights. And then Home Alone. Sorry, I'm trying to think of holiday films I'm going to be watching, and it's rather difficult. So, yeah, that's what I'm planning for the holiday film marathon. I'll probably do Eight Crazy Nights around uh, Hanukkah, or at least the start of Hanukkah, or maybe the ending of Hanukkah. I don't know yet. But that is my current um, planning so far about it. And without further ado, let's get into this phenomenal review. So, the 25th, 
I've been postponing this for a while. Um, so from October 25th, I read, I went and bought issue two of Predator versus Wolverine and one of the favorite ones that I was really, really excited to get Dracula. And I wasn't sure my comic shop would have it because on their table that they have, shout out to Grey Comics. I love that place. They You get, at that place, I think you get 10, 10 or 20% off everything in the store, new or old. And um, I wasn't sure they would have this one because mostly their new new item table is all like mostly DC, Marvel, uh, Dynamite, uh, uh, primarily just those. And every now and again, there'll be like others like um, Dark Horse. I'm trying to think of other ones, but they're not coming to my brain. Uh, I didn't think they would have Dracula because it wasn't like one of those major, not major, major, but like it's one of the well-known companies that does these comics. Oh, it's Image that does it. Oh, then I I just wasn't sure that it would be there, but it was and I got it. And at the time I was like, "Uh, I just want to get in and out. Just buy what I can and then so I just bought the two because I was just trying to get in and out and they were awesome the uh, Predator versus Wolverine I'll do that one first because I want to save Dracula for the end as you know Uh, Predator versus Wolverine takes place after the events of the first one where Wolverine's still being hunted, and he uh, he's still injured, but he's saying like he could feel him, like his healing factor kicking in, and so he is trying to like fake out the predator while he's still hanging on the ledge, and he ends up falling down the uh, falling down into a large river. And he ends up like getting saying like his weakness is water. And I was like, does he have a weakness? Like, you know, that makes perfect sense because he's adamantium metal bones weighs him down and a whole bunch of rocks piling on him. And then he sees the predator coming towards him and he says he doesn't know where he is or when he is. And it flashbacks to right where the first one left off him and his ex a Weapon X team in the middle of the jungle fighting off a team of predators. And obviously the predators like take out two like non-essential characters that weren't like, I never heard of them. So I guess Marvel was like, yeah, we'll throw them in there. And then uh, Maverick gets injured. Sabretooth also gets injured, but Sabretooth is crazy and he has his own healing factor. And he takes out one of the predators with him. And then when a the predator sees him lying on the floor, he just like stabs him like 
out of respect because, you know, they're a warrior race, hunting race, and it's more honorable, like, dying by the blade than just, you know, surviving after all that. And so they, uh, Wolverine's trying to get Maverick out of there, and they come across the uh, rebels that they're in the the insurgents that they were trying to take out in the first place. And so they go into, uh, they find them in the like temple and the, uh, guys like our anatomy of my enemy is my friend. So we should team up. We should take these guys down together. Wolverine's like, yeah, but we do it my way. So, he has the some of the men lined up, like, like trying to get them in a shooting gallery, like trying to funnel them in so they could like take them out. What ends up happening is the predators, because it's more than one, still go in there and kill the guys that are in that place, and they find that a weapon that Wolverine's had since the first one just lying on the floor and he picks it up and it realizes like oh that's lit up with dynamite and it explodes and then the uh while wolverine sabertooth and maverick are getting extracted the guy the doctor's like hey i want a death receipt on the person and wolverine in the monologue says oh no one could have survived that yada 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 they're dead but they're not because Wolverine kind of let them go. And then all you see is like Predator's hand getting out of the rubble. And then it goes, <clears throat> excuse me, farther uh, farther down the years, it shows the, like, the snowy wilderness of, I want to say Canada. And then you see Predator killing the two guards breaking down the door and the guy's like oh imagine what we could do with it if we capture it and like get it for our own and it kills those two guys and it like walks into weapon x facility and there lies wolverine unconscious like hooked up to all the machines i'm assuming this is weapon x wolverine and it's the berserk animal uh, more animal than man kind of thing. And then it ends with Predator looking down at Wolverine. And I'm like, oh shit. It's going to get brutal. This fight now, it's going to get so crazy. Because if you know anything about Wolverine, when he, at his time with Weapon X, when he was more animal than man when they mind wiped him and controlled him and just unleashed him at targets and everything he was just feral like a caged beast a caged wolf unleashed no remorse no soul no nothing just a weapon charging in and attacking so the fact that predator is gonna face off against this iteration of a wolverine in his life is gonna be insane and i cannot wait for november 29th to come around because i sure as hell am gonna be buying that one definitely most definitely will and 
Yeah, that's how it ends. And it's still, you know, written by the same team. Hold up. I'm trying to find the cover. Written by the same team. Uh, Benjamin Percy, the artist for present day, is Ken Lashley. So he does like the, you know, what I was talking about in the beginning, like where he's just healing, stuff like that. And then Team X, the story where this this memory of Logan takes place is uh, done by Andrea DeVito. And then the Weapon X is done by Hayden Sherman. And I love this. I genuinely love that they like each retelling or flashback that Logan has is a different artist. And it's awesome. And I do love it. I can't wait to see where it all goes <laughs> after this. I want to say this is like a four or five miniseries. Um, but I just can't wait to see who wins. Obviously, it's going to be like, I want Predator to win. But everyone knows it's going to be Wolverine if it's in the main universe 616 continuity. But we'll see. Anything goes right now. Predator's kicking his ass. And now the review of a lifetime. Insert Universal Studio Monster Soundtrack. Just imagine it's playing. I don't have the budget to play it right now. Now it's Universal Monsters Dracula Issue 1. This one, oh my god, this was so beautifully drawn. This one's written by James Tinian Tinian the fourth. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. And it is drawn beautifully, beautifully by Martin Simmons. I will say I read some of James Tinian uh, stuff. Like he did, he did Star Wars a few times. I think that's the only thing I read of him was the Star Wars. It was either uh, Vader or just, I think it was Vader. And he did something else I read because his name is very unique for me because I haven't come across most of his work or anything up until very recent. And then Dracula came out and I'm like, dude, awesome. And Martin Simmons, I haven't seen any of his work prior to this, but it is outstanding, phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, look it up. If you're not a comic book fan, go to Google, type in Martin Simmons Dracula, and it'll show his incredible artwork. And if you are a comic book fan and you're listening to this, pick this up. What are you waiting for? Just go pick it up right now. Did you get it? It's awesome, right? Uh, the cover is amazing i bought this particular one just for the cover probably when i go um to get punisher volume or um, volume punisher issue one i'll probably pick up another copy of predator versus wolverine and dracula because dude this cover is incredible it's so beautiful 
it's it's the iconic Bela Lugosi suit, his costume with the white vest, the white shirt, the uh, gold necklace, the bow tie, the black, the black jacket, the, the black suit jacket, the cape with the red. Oh my god, it's so beautiful! I can't, I just can't. Uh, now to get into the story, um, this is not like based on the Bram Stoker novelization. No, this is more based on the 1930s Dracula film. And it is superbly done. I cannot praise this issue enough, and I cannot wait for issue two to come out. But it takes place, like, it starts off with Renfield in the mental institution, and he's, like, going crazy talking about his master and how, like, he eats the little the little things while his master eats the bigger. And he's talking to uh, Dr. Seward and telling him, like, I can get the, like, I get stronger by eating these little things. And he goes, oh, why don't you get stronger by eating bigger things? Like, no, the master who eats the big blood, they get the little scavengers, kind of stuff like that. And Dr. Seward's telling him, like, oh, you know, like, we could, like, explain to me how, who your master is, yada, yada, yada. And then he goes, oh, my master, he's coming, he's getting stronger, and he's like, my master is, I don't think he says his name, but when he's about to say, like, his master, he just says his master, and it goes into a beautifully drawn Dracula uh, full splash, and it's, like, shows beautifully done. Everything about this issue is just basically beauty. <laughs> and then it goes to uh, Jonathan telling Seward, like, hey, there's a, this man's a curious case. It goes, oh, yes, yes, but indubitably intriguing uh, how he killed the captain. And um, now he's talking about, like, eating insects to get stronger. And I'm talking about a master. And, um, and then... Jonathan tells him, yeah, there's a guy down at the club who comes in, a doctor, and he comes and talks about, like, supernatural things, like werewolf, ghouls, and he goes, oh, I, I'm 100% sure they're talking about the great Van Helsing, because, you know, he's gonna show up, and, um... From there, it goes on to Mina talking to her friend Lucy and saying that she stole these notes from her father and she's reading them, like how this man, Renfield, killed the captain by ripping his throat out, breaking bones, and leaving the captain tied to the steering wheel of the ship. And then she tells him, like, oh, I saw him. He's, like, such a funny little man, like, his funny little eyes. And she's like, you saw him? You saw this man? Like, you knew fell in love, poor Jonathan Harker. And you're like, no, not like that. And she goes, oh, he should treat you better. Jonathan Harker should treat you better, blah, 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 this and the other. And she's like, he treats me just fine. And so it goes, continues going through uh, the, like, events of them talking about it. It's a really short issue, but it's really awesome. Really great. 
it goes through like her just talking to him back and forth and then Lucy's noticed like there's a there's a man in the abbey next door just standing there. It's like man or beast? Like it's the shape of a man. He's turning to look, and then next page, another beautifully done page. It's Dracula staring at her. And it's like his body over her, like about to bite her. And next page is him biting into her. And then it goes to a a uh, back to Renfield, and he's talking about like, oh yeah, my master is free. He's going now. I hear you, master. Oh, he starts like acting crazier. And so it shows like Dracula in wolf form sees a lady of the night standing in the corner, and he turns into the next page, also beautifully done. Like shows the transition from wolf to man, and then he like gets to her, his red eyes staring at her, and he bites into her, and then he leaves the corpse there, and he just like disappears into a bat to the night, and it shows a constable around the corner, and then uh, Jonathan and Doctor Seward are talking. He's like, "Oh yeah, uh, he we could cure him. We just got to take out." like do a blood cleansing i forget what it's called but they switch out the blood they get his old blood out and put in new blood to cure him he's like are you sure you want to cure a man who killed all these sailors did all this stuff blah 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 blah. he's like it's not my it's not about what i would do it's about like he's my patient and i could heal him whatever happens after that it's court of law and so he brings this up to Renfield, and Renfield's like having a an attack, like a panic. Well, not a panic, more or less a panic attack because he's freaking out. He's like, "No, not my blood! You can't cure me! I don't want to, Master, Master, help me! Don't let it happen, Master!" And then it like the last page is him, Dracula, in his coffin, laying down, and at the bottom of the last panel says, "Eyes opening red," and it looks like blood just dripping from its eyes and then it ends right there and I'm like oh my god why does that have to be so good in the first issue <clears throat> I loved it and I a little biased because Dracula is one of my favorite books of all time and it's one of my favorite characters of all time as well so it's I may be blinded with the love of the lore and the interpretation and everything and the media with it. But it's, it's so amazing. Um, I can't wait for issue two comes out. I want to say the 21st, maybe. I know I've written down somewhere. The 21st of this month. And so I'm excited. I loved it. They, I'm glad they didn't go with the Bram Stoker's version because don't get me wrong I do love Bram Stoker's version of it but uh, it's still too tied in with the film Bram Stoker's Dracula starring Keanu Reeves Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman but this one's more 1930-esque more of the classic Universal Studio monster which makes sense since Universal Studio is, you know, producing, partly producing this 
because uh, on the cover it says Universal Monster, so it makes sense that they're using their version of it to being retold, retold in a way a newer audiences could get get into it, and beautifully done. And a quick little last tidbit: I also after the twenty fifth came rolled around, or before the twenty fifth, I read. Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. The first issue came out. I want to say the twenty first, or maybe the fifteenth. It came out in October. Before these two, I went and picked it up. It was the last copy. It releases on Tuesday, which is very odd. And then it would just happen to be the last one there when I picked it up on Wednesday. Because new comics come in Wednesday. So I don't know why they're doing this one on Tuesday, which is really bizarre for me. But I liked it so far. It's pretty good. People have been complaining that it's a little lackluster. Like not enough Godzilla, not not Kong at all. But I'm like, you got to let it simmer. Most Godzilla films or Kong films at that too, they don't pop up the first five minutes no they they're like jaws or jurassic park they they lure you in you see glimpses you see some shadow some feet some whatever until you see the main course which will knock everything out so far i'm hoping i have high hopes for this but i could see why people are a little like "Eh, it's not that good blah 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 because it's you know just the Justice League being Justice League, and then the uh, bad guy Legion of Doom break into Superman's fortress because Superman's about to propose to uh, what's her name, Lois Lane, and he wants a day off, so everyone else is getting around to it. They're like, "Okay, we got this. No worries. We'll take care of this, that, and the other stuff." And he's like, "Okay," and the Legion of Doom just break into. His home, the Fortress Solitude, and the Justice League show up. All minus Superman, obviously, because he's out on a date with uh, Lois. And they end up switching places. Like The Legion of Doom switch, activates a machine that sends them into the legendary uh, universe. The studio where they had Kong and Godzilla, they're in that universe. And they see all these other... Toho monsters. They see all the monsters around them. And then Godzilla is transported to their universe in the Justice League world. And I'm assuming Kong as well, eventually. Because the last shot is Superman flying towards Godzilla. And that's where it ends. And I'm like, dude, I need more. I need to see what happens. So I will find out in two weeks, on the 21st of this month, I think. That's also when Dracula issue two comes out. Uh, I, I wrote it down in my calendar. Um, yeah, the twenty first is Godzilla vs Kong issue two, and the twenty second Dracula issue two, and the twenty ninth is Punisher, not Punisher, <laughs> Predator versus Wolverine. So this month is. Gonna be awesome for comics for me. 
and I can't wait. So until next time, I will be doing the Punisher review for next week. We'll see if it lives up to the hype that no one's talking about. But it's going to be a new Punisher. Uh, Frank Cass was gone. New guy taking over. New suit. I'm hoping it's good. But I'll find out and let y'all know. Until next time, I am your host, Nerdic Pride. Until next time, ciao for now.